I don't think you'll be very surprised if I tell you that we are currently facing serious problems in our country. In fact, the entire world is facing major problems, not just us. But here in the United States, there's regular mass shootings, there's rising prices, inflation, divisions, a complete breakdown of the political system, the politicization of the judiciary, cancel culture, and let's not forget about COVID. Oh, and the war in Ukraine, which has turned into a proxy war between the West and Russia. But actually, I want to address another problem. It's one you know about, but it's not a problem that you'll read about in the newspapers or see reported on the TV nightly news. Yep, I'm talking about the serious problem of loneliness. Listen to this. A report that was published last year said that 36% of the people in the US feel serious loneliness. And we're not just talking about the elderly. That's obvious because we know that 25% of people aged 60 and above live alone. But the crazy thing is, it's not just them. The 36% also includes 51% of mothers with young children and 61% of young adults. Of course, every person experiences loneliness in their own unique way. But it makes no difference how you experience it. Loneliness causes serious physical and emotional problems like depression, drug abuse, prescription medication addiction, alcoholism, anxiety, heart disease, and smaller problems, but they're there. It's totally nuts, and it's so, so sad. Loneliness can affect any of us at some stage in life. For example, you live with your spouse for decades, and then they're gone. You have your parents your entire life, and then they die, and you don't have them anymore. All your children leave home, and you're an empty nester. Even if it's with your spouse, it can be lonely. Wherever you go, you are confronted by memories. Some people outlive their friends and find that they are going to so many funerals of people they've loved and known for years. It's heartbreaking. Loneliness afflicts all of us at some stage in life. And it doesn't matter if you're rich or poor, if you're healthy or you're sick. Loneliness is so painful. So here we are on a, a Zoom. You're watching this video. What about Zoom? What about FaceTime? What about WhatsApp video? Are they good for battling loneliness? We've lived with COVID for more than two years, and as a result, we needed to change our lives, even our approach to the way we practice our faith. Suddenly, we need to turn to electronic means to communicate and to see each other. Now, it happens to be that Orthodox schools never really completely resorted to Zoom because we don't use electronics on Shabbos. Non-Orthodox synagogues did use Zoom, and they found that they had much higher attendance. It's a weird thing. But now that COVID is no longer the great threat it was when it started, they're struggling to get everyone back to their shuls. I saw that David Suisa wrote about it in the Jewish Journal. This is what he said. How permanent is the lingering reluctance to enter enclosed spaces like synagogues? Has the amazing convenience of online technology 
led to new habits that will be hard to shake. The synagogue world is now faced with two extremes, the miracle of digital versus the trauma of dwindling attendance. They both feed off each other and together represent a threat to the future viability of many synagogues, especially those that were already struggling. But now let me share something amazing with you. Jewish tradition was aware of this danger and these problems long, long ago. What is the Yom Tov of Shavuos all about? Nowadays, we think of Shavuos as being a commemoration of the giving of the Torah to Har Sinai, Mount Sinai. But if you look in the Torah, the emphasis is very different. Shavuos was part of a trilogy, Pesach, Shavuos, Sukkot, all of them primarily agricultural festivals. God commanded us very specifically, three times a year, shall you appear before God in a place that God will choose, which refers to the temple in Jerusalem, on the festivals of Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot. And they shall not appear empty-handed, says God. Each shall bring his own gift appropriate to the blessings which God has given you. The pilgrimage festival created an opportunity for the Jewish community to reaffirm their communal commitment to the covenant with God, strengthen the self-identification of the nation as a religious community and entrench the sanctity of Jerusalem and the place where the temple stood as a religious consciousness of the Jewish people. These festivals are, at their core, a community-building experience. And I think you'll agree, it just wouldn't have been the same watching it all on Zoom or, or on a WhatsApp video call. In Mishlei Proverbs, it says, Barov Am Hadras Melech. In multitudes, there is the glorification of the king. God wants to see a crowd. God wants a congregation. God wants a community that gathers together, not a bunch of individuals on their own behind a screen. I'm going to share a secret with you. It's not really a secret. You know, you don't have to come to shul to say Yizkar. For Kaddish, you need a minion, but not for Yizkar. Before COVID, we never told anyone about that secret because we didn't want people not to come to shul and to do it on their own. But as I explained at the beginning of COVID, Yizkar can be said alone at home. So why don't we just let people do it alone at home? The answer is just because you can do it at home and technically you did the right thing, it's not the spirit of Yizkar to do it alone. It doesn't serve the purpose of undoing the loneliness of loss. We need to be together. You need to be part of a group. It reduces the pain. It reduces the loneliness. I can almost assure you that every memory that you have of your lost loved one involves other people. Some of them here, some of them gone. Memories of all of you as a group
sitting around the table, sharing the latest news, memories of you with friends, with relatives, simchas, gatherings. Those are the incredible memories that underpin the loss of that person, all those people. And none of those memories could have happened on Zoom. Zoom is a very poor substitute. We can do it when we have to and if we need to, but the best, the absolute best is to be together in each other's company. That is the antidote to the loneliness that we feel, sometimes more, sometimes less, but all of us from time to time. May the blessing of our devotion to the memory of our loved ones and our prayers on their behalf for their alias neshama be a precursor to the messianic age and to chiyas when we can all be together again, one big family, just as we were at the foot of Mount Sinai. Uvo Amen.